Facebook, dude, they said I was a scam. They took down one of my ads because I said, you know, we don't do cardio. And what I did was I made this post and I said, how many pounds have you lost without doing cardio? 55 people responded. Everybody's losing weight. Okay. Everybody's losing weight. Everybody's losing weight. I mean, it's just like 10, 20, 30, all this shit. And this is just like the people who responded. I was getting texts this weekend. People sending me like 30 pound. Um, do I have a picture of it? Oh my God. Just like crazy, crazy shit. And I got to show y'all. Look at this. Look at this. Look at that. Like no cardio. Okay. I was not supposed to be successful. Hey there, Casey Ship here, fitness model, hormone expert, and a master energy healer. I help goal-oriented women clear out the reason why nothing has worked and finally step into their purpose and get everything they've ever wanted. So a lot of women don't even know who I am. They're like, what do you mean? No cardio. I thought you did hormones. So no, typically what we do and what we specialize in is we specialize in helping women lose weight without cardio by balancing their hormones ultimately, right? Because all of us have tried all the shit. We think cardio is the answer and it's it's not. It's just an adjunct therapy at best, right? Well, you need cardio for your heart. You get cardio by just doing the types of workouts that we do. And I've seen people that run marathons uh, die with heart attacks. You know what I'm saying? So it's not, we've just been taught some miss, it's just misinformation is all. So what I want to do, let's do that first, get that out of the way. And then we'll go into the training because I'm telling you, and I was thinking I was, maybe we can get it done all in an hour, maybe with Q and a I'll go 90 minutes. I don't care. Cause I, I want to connect tonight. This is going to go and reset and restore. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to put the, in, the hormone aspect in reset and restore because it's teeing up for my new womb training. Who's fucking excited. I'm talking like, I'm talking like woman's passage or woman's divine feminine energy tapping into divine feminine energy which is your power which is everything women see in me like casey i just want to know your magic just tell me that one thing you're doing it's this and it's gonna be so fucking powerful and this is like the prerequisite for that so it's gonna be that's what we're gonna do that's what we're gonna do okay are you ready it's it was like oh my god i'm first okay ready and i'm gonna just go off mute if i need to come back on to say whatever but it's just like a vibe like you like the wave but you just say your name and hot moms i've lost this much weight with no cardio okay go hey i'm itla i'm very very new and i only lost three pounds with no cardio hi i'm melissa i'm in hot moms i've lost five pounds with no cardio hi i'm kelsey i'm with hot moms and i've lost 12 pounds with no cardio Hi, I'm Leah, and I've lost 14 pounds with no cardio, and I have yet to start any workouts either. Uh, hi, I'm Jen, and I'm in the mastermind, and I have lost 30 pounds. No fucking cardio! Hey, I'm Rebecca. I'm in Hot Moms, and I lost 40 pounds. No cardio. Hi, I'm Lindsay. I'm in Hot Moms, and I've lost seven pounds with no cardio. Hey, I'm Casey with Hot Moms, and I love it with no cardio. Okay, so who's fucking ready to hear this hormone thing and see my blood work? Just put a one in the chat. Everybody's raising their damn hands. Okay, I got you. Recently, because y'all know I'm always clearing shit. Um, I have something called a trauma-informed approach, which I'm kind of like ready to trash that word because it's kind of like taboo. Women hear trauma, and they're like, oh, no, no, no. I had a good childhood. So I'm kind of thinking of just changing it to nervous system regulation or something like hypey and trendy right now. Either way, there's a reason why if you've watched my glitter video, if you haven't, please go watch Casey ship glitter. Just put the shit in YouTube and go watch it. I explain like why it's hard to lose weight with a child's uh, analogy with glitter. You know, all, a lot of women struggle with weight. A lot of women struggle with even going to functional medicine doctors and it's just fucking hard being a woman. Yes. 
sometimes. Yeah. But what, what I found is that it's never about what we're doing. It's the intention of why we're doing it or why we're not doing it. And once you get to that root issue, everything changes. That's why you hear so many women with all these stories about the relationships healed. They're a better parent. Of course, they've lost weight. Their autoimmune disease has gone dormant. Like all these like miraculous stories. Of course, Des is barking as I'm doing a live. Um, but all these miraculous stories. And it's because we do healing on a soul and spirit level. We bring in the mind, body, soul, spirit, whatever you want to say all together because I used to do just body and then we used to do just hormones, but, but we were finding that women would like, you know, get results and fall off or it was just, it was just not a vibe. So this has just been the missing piece. And recently it was like two weeks ago, I had this huge breakthrough and finally rescued my 13 year old self. And if you're like rescued, what do you mean? I'll, I'll save that for later. But those of you in the mastermind understand what soul retrieval is. Okay. Uh, soul loss in physical world, it's burnout, burnout in what we teach, burnout, adrenal fatigue, all that stuff is from soul loss, period. End of story. Now, other people will say, horse shit, this is just how I teach, and this is why we get results. So, you people want to know what the fuck I'm doing, this is what I'm doing. So, I realized that just like my 17 year old video that we posted, where we went back into time and got to know our 17 year old self, and turns out she was sabotaging a lot of our shit in the background. Because, you know, 17 years old, if you haven't watched that video, go watch it. So, but we've never done coming into womanhood. Like, holy fuck. And I made a post about this. Like, I asked two questions. Sneaky. I said, who here? Um, something like, you know, uh, healing work around being 13, 12, 9, whenever you started your period. Like, it was pretty shoddy for a lot of us. Because, I mean, not maybe maybe not you, but a lot of us in Hot Moms, we felt ashamed. We kind of denied ourselves. And then science proves that a girl loses. It's like 70% of her self-esteem, not, not even pairing in there that you've got like a, a kind of a insecure mother or a dad that's like big strong man that says not to cry. So just science proves that a girl loses like 70% self-esteem loss just when she starts her period. Meanwhile, boys, they go up and, but they think that girls are more successful because they make better grades and they confuse that for confidence and it couldn't be any further from the truth. So I'm kind of like starting this new, like rev fucking Lucian here. We're going to change the fucking game. And it has to start with one person at a time to enlighten you, to teach you the things that I've learned. And I'm still learning and I'm super pumped about this course. So I had to go back and heal my 13 year old self. I had to go back and get her because apparently when I started my period, like it, it's holy shit. And that's what we're going to get into tonight. But I wanted to show you my blood work because I have, let's see, I'm 30. How old am I? 36. I'll be 37 this year. Two kids, lost one in between, total hysterectomy. I also had to forgive myself for getting a total hysterectomy because I didn't need a total hysterectomy. I'm just smart enough to fuck the system and get what I want because I was, I was doing my own hormones, right? The things we teach. I could control how I wanted to feel with my hormones, but my fucking period kept getting in the way. And I was like, fuck this shit. I'm done having kids. I want it out now. Guess who was making that decision? A scared little 13-year-old girl who hated being a woman. Yeah. So I had to go forgive my 29-year-old self that yanked all my shit out and my 13-year-old self. But it was a 13-year-old that was running the show in my 20s and 30s and all that. It's a lot. Now, was getting a hysterectomy like, do I, am I, am I happy with it? Yeah. But those of you know my stomach situation, like it looks like it looks horrible to be a fitness model. I mean, I've got to go through multiple like 
beautification things if I ever want my stomach to look the way I want it to look. But it's taught me a lot and it teaches me what to teach you so that you don't have to go through some of the shit and you can step into your power without having to go through a bunch of just gnarly things. And if you've got daughters, holy shit, will this heal so many. So anyway, let me click my blood work. I want to share with you because to me, it's, uh, um, what is it called? Transparency is important. You know, to me, if I'm, if I'm working with a business coach, I want to know what's your worst month because some of these coaches out here are like, Oh, I do 10 million a year, but they just made like 90,000 because who knows what, but you're sitting there thinking they make 10 million. You're like, yeah, so something's off here. It's real, real talk. So I just want to be transparent with y'all. A lot of fitness models out there, they won't show shit. Matter, don't, they don't even know half this shit. So I want to share with you my blood work first, and then we'll go into the training. I'll go as fast as I can. If we need to do a second night, we will. If not, then I'm fucking talking until we're done. So here is starting out from 2015 after my first child. All right. Now, actually, I'm lying here because I don't even have the starting, starting, starting. I think the starting is on my original webinar. Yeah, it is. It's on YouTube. My TSH was like, I want to say well over a three in my early 20s. Okay. TSH, by the way, here's where the TSH is supposed to be. TSH, no higher than one. This is all per my physician. So anybody on here, I've got women that say, you're not a fucking doctor. Like, like, okay, go clear your shit clearly. And this is all from my doctors, okay? So no higher than a one is where your TSH is supposed to be, right? My TSH was well over, it was over a three in my early 20s and doctors would tell me I was normal. Okay, now post-hysterectomy, now that's not the best. Let me see what the best my TSH has been post-hysterectomy. I think I got it in 2000 and oh my God, 17, 17 or 18. So it was really good there, but I had, um, I still had my stuff. So those of you with a high TSH don't feel too bad. It could be a marker that you have Hashi's, but I mean, as you see here, mine was always kind of higher than the recommended thing. And I look for like, I look, so don't ever think that because yours is like two, but everything else is pretty good. You're just destined to be a fat ass. Not true. Okay. So right now my TSH is 1.6. I could get it down, but here's the thing. When I tweak my thyroid, I get fucking acne and I don't want to fuck with that. And it's and it hypes me up a little too much. I get a little too anxious and it's just I'm kind of like I could hype it up if I wanted to. And I get really fucking skinny. Like I get really fucking skinny really quickly. If I, if I wanted to really get lean, I could just boost my thyroid up with some thyroid stuff that I have in the cabinet that my hot moms knows about and um, do it. But anyway, so there's that one. T4 free. 1.5. Honestly, my T4, all of this shit right here has stayed the same. I mean, if you look like 2021 um, and I always know what I'm taking. So I, I tell my hot mom's mastermind, they always know like what sucks I'm on. If I'm on any, uh, if there's an anabolic in here, if there's any fucking thing, like they know what I'm on. Uh, but, but it hasn't changed a lot. Right. But let me go back to the current. So T4 free. Okay. 1.5. We want to see 1.5 to 1.7. T3 reverse, less than 14 is the goal. 14, usually pretty much right there. T3 free, 3.5 to 4.2, pretty much there. Cortisol total. So this is adrenals right here. Now, I just went through a massive fucking shock. We had the house fire. We've been moving, you know, pretty much going through the, the things that will fuck your adrenals up the most. And I wanted to check my blood per, like on purpose. I wanted to see where it was after the fire in December, after all the travel, after fucking tent houses, like after all the no, like all this shit and just see. Now, if we look in 2022, so I'm, I'm at 17 and 0.55. 
where's the damn thing olive where did olive go 17 and what did I say 0.55 so it's higher here look in 2021 now this year I know why it was high this year y'all I was banging I was like business wise it was just a learn I'm just gonna say shit show slash learning experience and you could see it in my blood work but right now look 17 cortisol free boom little bit low here but we know how to get that up did not check these. Don't need to. Progesterone's always 0.5. I don't take fucking progesterone. Unless you're trying to have a baby, mm, progesterone, and you're going to find out why in a fucking second. Um, aldosterone, I can't, I did check that. I don't know why she didn't put it on here. Aldosterone is a uh, salt in your urine, basically. And some doctors, like my doctor in LA, he likes to do it with piss tests. I just like to do it with blood tests, but whatever. Aldosterone back then, 2021, was 16. I, I don't know what it is now. Anyway, estrogen. So I'm 54. Now, Guess what I got? I got something for you. I, mail, I messaged my doctor. Put a one in the chat if you've had a total hysterectomy, by the way. Let me know who's had a total hysterectomy. Total. Don't. Or, yeah, total. So I messaged my doctors and I said, hey, I'm doing a study. Send me blood work of a woman in her late 60s, 70s that has her female organs. I want with all no hormones. I want to see where she's at. And they sent it to me. Do y'all want to know what it was? Just to see like what I'm a total hysterectomy, 37 on hormone therapy, I'm on low dose testosterone injections weekly. And I think it's 50 MGs per ml or some shit. And I do like 1.2. I, I can't remember. That's what I do. And estrogen cream, I do as needed. I can always tell. So if I do too much, like right now at 54, right now I'm probably around the 65 maybe because I've boosted it up and I always get fucking cottage cheese. I always get fucking dimples on my back of my thigh. Every time. And in fitness, this is why women hate estrogen because you get fucking fat and you look fat and you got like dimples and cellulite. And this is why, uh, but the, but the switch is you're horny, right? So the high, little bit higher estrogen, you're fucking horny. You're wet. You want to fuck. Okay. And, but it's also like body fat. So you got to train a little differently. It's all a balance. It's all a crazy little thing. So let me find, I totally forgot about the, um, the doctor. Let me see if I can search this way. Cause I want to share with you what the, what the, I don't want to say old lady because that's not really old. I want to share with you what it was. Okay, here we go. So 67 year old, which is not old. All right. Uh, she has all of her shit. Okay. Her TSH is 1.2. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Not bad. Let me flip my phone upside down because they scanned it upside down. Okay. Let's go to here. 67 year old, which by the way, I was 52, 54 on paper when I was 23. If that tells you anything. T4 free, which is right here. Guess what the older woman is? 0.7. Okay, so I'm already good right there. Now she's got all of her fucking organs. T3 free. We want to see 3.5. She is 3.3. Not terrible. Okay, T3 reverse. Less than 14. She's at a six. Old girl needs some stuff. IGF. All right, IGF. This right here, let me tell you my little secret right here. This Right here, insulin growth factor has to do with your growth hormone and making your pituitary work. Like it makes everything else work. If this is low, your chances of heart attack go up and everything. You look older. You don't age as, um, you don't age as well. You look like, uh, I don't know. It's, if you'll go look up the benefits of like Sermorlin, which is helps get your IGF one up, it's like superwoman. doesn't make you necessarily stronger or like leaner. It's just an overall like, how do I word this? I don't know. Anti-aging. I only took it six months in 2016, maybe after my kids, I'm thinking little bitty insulin needle, you put it in your belly or something at night, makes you sleep good. I took it one time 
and it's still 323 and it started let's see where it started if we got it here igf1 no they don't have it when i first started i don't know where it is i need to i should have had that but it got up really high this was probably when i was on test and anavar i was gonna do anavar yearly for bone for bone health and anti-aging it's really good my doctors in la's got they got really nice studies on women and anavar but it does make the hair it makes your hair kind of fall a little bit or if your estrogen gets too low but it will boost igf1 and it's a great alternative for uh, if you don't want to do testosterone therapy once again i don't you know you got to get with doctors because this is all very dangerous stuff you don't want to just like fuck with this shit i'm just telling you what i'll be doing okay what i'll be doing all right old lady though here we go that's her igf now her cortisol free right here her cortisol free was holy fuck that can't be right no, that's iron. Where's your coders? I don't see it. I don't see it. I see cortisol total. And she's at 15. I mean, she ain't bad, man. She looks like she's chilling in life. You know, she probably got a nice, she probably retired or some shit. Um, where's testosterone? Let's see if I've got testosterone. Because this, this is what got me. Okay, progesterone, she's a 0.5. Baby ain't trying to have no babies. Estrogen, she's below 15. Now, I've been below 15 as well, and I just don't take anything. Um, but I'm not horny either. And I don't, I want to be fucking, you know, like, I want to feel like a slut. Okay. Like slut daddy, like slut baby. That's how I want to feel like that. It's just fun. So estrogen, as you can see, um, <laughs> way too high right there. Your ass is that's estrogen dominance. All this is too high because testosterone converts to estrogen. What fucking year was this? This can't be right. There's no fucking way. I've never been. That's that, that can't be right. Let me. I tell you what I can do to give you all the fact, fact, facts. I've got it in True Coach. I know. I know it's right there because my assistant put this in tonight um estrogen 35 see i've been below 15 2020 poor skip poor me man so let's see testosterone free okay she was 1.2 yeah 1.2 guess what i've been at 1.2 in my fucking 20s anybody else here been in a 1.2 that's called adrenal fucking fatigue adrenal fatigue honey um, and she's 67. I bet she feels like she's fucking 67. I know a lot of women that come into the program that feels like they're fucking 67. There's a reason why. It's because your shit's low. Now, testosterone free or total 13. What the fuck? I'm sorry. I'm not doing that life. I refuse to live that life. I lived that life before and it was a nightmare. It was fucking horrible. You can't focus. You don't want to fuck. You'd have no energy. You can't. It's like nothing. You just feel depressed. And that's not a vibe. So that's from a 67-year-old with all of her shit on no hormones. I have a total hysterectomy. Okay. And levels are not bad. Levels are not bad. There's a way to do it. Now, this right here, dihydrotestosterone is not listed. Dihydrotestosterone is a big one. Is it listed? No, it's not. It's a big one because it actually is the thing that gives you negative side effects because i've had a lot of women they get on tests and like oh my god i got acne you you have to get your adrenals healthy first so that you don't pull any of that shit so it's like this little teeter-tot thing we'll go over if you want more information about that we go into specifics in the mastermind uh community but alt ast here this is your fatty liver so a lot of women come to us and they're so fucking scared because they're like oh my god i have fatty liver no you don't and i'm not an alcoholic this is all from hormones so this was um you want to be at like 20 okay around 20 um let's see where was i 1923 where was that in 2020 17 21 19 21 it was where was i look 0.7 on testosterone free when i was pregnant y'all want to know why we feel like ass fucking hole because of that shit oh my god 
No way, Jose. And when it's too high, though, if your test is too high, it is a nightmare. The reason my test got so high was because I was taking a man's dosage. This was when I was with a different doctor. And I was like, why the fuck? We have it fixed now. Thank God. But you can see my ALT is here. This was probably from Anavar. You know, if you're on Anavar, it will definitely make your liver enzymes go up. So you need to take your, just do your fatty liver protocol. Those of you that are in the mastermind, those of you that are in the lifestyle, that shit will be down in two weeks. Same thing with estrogen and fatty liver. If either one of those are too high, we have a protocol in the lifestyle or mastermind that I've seen estrogen go from in the thousands to normal range below 126 within the month. So you're safe. Don't be tripping out too much. Anyway, this looks like when I was pregnant. So I was pregnant here when estrogen was this high. I've seen some women not even pregnant and they're in the 300s. That's a huge fucking red flag. And it's going to we got to heal your mother wounds. So a lot of people that have thyroid issues, I'm just going to fucking say it and not sugarcoat it. Mommy wounds, mommy fucking wounds, mommy issues. Adrenals is more like self-hate coming from the over masculine. Like, let me just do everything. Let me just fucking not feel and just force it. Whereas thyroid, thyroid issues comes from like these deep, deep, um, not that your mom was shitty. No, 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 no. Cause hell, if that was the case, mine wouldn't even be on the fucking, uh, you know, I would be off the scale. It's not that your mother was shitty. It's feminine wounds, mommy wounds, the feelings of that martyr syndrome where you just, there's all this guilt and obligation and I should do this to be a good mother and a good wife, all that shit. So it doesn't make it right or wrong. It's just like, hey, if you want to clear out the, the thyroid, we do the hormones, the lifestyle mixed with some of the clearings about what it really means to be a woman. Okay, vitamin D, you know, I take 50,000 IUs per week, once a week. Um, we don't do TPA, thyroid antibodies, because I don't have that. Anything, pregnenolone is a very, very important hormone. I always check it. I don't know why she didn't put it on here. This is just brain, you know, like focus it has to be your brain. Also, like a precursor testosterone. I don't know what that's about, but I, all I know is I've watched it work with me and a few other people when they start pregnenolone. Like it will affect your test. Wildest thing ever. DHEA, you already know. I don't know why that's not on here. So I didn't check this before my assistant did it. Anyway, what about elevated insulin levels? So I had insulin sensitivity. And I would faint. I remember getting up in the morning, I would faint and shit like that. Anything with insulin emotionally is you're not able to enjoy the sweetness of life. So there's that. And as far as insulin, you know, I would say get with our physicians because we have a lot of people that they do things with around blood sugar, but you just got to look at your diet. If it were me, insulin, uh, insulin, I would do everything in my power to really focusing on my diet where I was doing no sugar. I was doing like oats and fruit, making sure I was eating a protein every 90 minutes when I ate, making sure I was eating like within 20 minutes protein. When I wake up, that's what I would be doing. I would be just, yeah, doing that. Casey, how long did it take you to get the test dosage right? Oh my God. After hysterectomy and realizing that I was on fucking male testosterone, it took me about a year to just get everything the way I wanted it. Yeah. Because y'all are about to find out why you have felt the way you felt for so long. It's in, it blew my mind. Who's ready? She goes, I'm with them on a medication to treat it. I was wondering if I need to change my diet to lower my carb intake. It depends. You could, you could try carb cycling. I would get on a call with Gracie, you know, and have her look at your macros and look at what you're eating. And, and really in the mornings, you know, eating protein within 20 minutes, making sure you're following your food tests, of course, and then looking at your macros and playing with your carb ratio and fat ratio um, to make sure you're still shitting, right? And to see where your energy is, just to play around with it. Because yeah, you, you girls could play around with your micros for sure. What do you mean when you say male testosterone? I was on a um, I was on a dosage. So like male testosterone is like, I don't even know what Skips would say. It would be like, let's just say 150 milligrams per, where's my nurses? Per, what's the syringe? One cc, okay, versus 50. So it's just a higher dosage per cc is all. 
Yeah. And they had me on male dosage and I'm like, oh my God, this is horrible. Cause you feel it. It's not that more is better. You feel, you don't feel good. So let's get into this training. So check this out. You know how women are told that we're too complicated and overly emotional, too soft, too much, everything. Yeah. I actually put a one in the chat. If you've been told that you're too much or too emotional or too sensitive. I just, I just want to know. Melissa said one, Rebecca said one, Vanessa said one. Okay. 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 More than I thought. It's awesome. Check this out. Up until age one. So zero to one female brains are soaked in estrogen as high as an adult woman. Okay. The reason is because there's a communication center in her brain, in the baby female brain that responds to these hormones by growing extra neurons, priming her to talk, which makes us highly sensitive to facial expressions, to our caregivers and those around us. So we are primed from zero to one to be extra sensitive. Now, can you imagine being born into a chaotic environment where somebody's an alcoholic and screaming a lot? You know what I'm saying? A mom that's very anxious, like we pick up on, we're, we're extra sensitive from zero to one when like postpartum is the fucking worst. If those of you that had postpartum, so we're extra sensitive, right? She's going to be much more sensitive than, than males to the emotions and the voices and noises around her. She, we're literally developing our, our empathic nurture. We're, in, we're developing our power ultimately. Boys have higher testosterone, of course, and it makes them less communicative community. How you say that word? Community. I can't say that word. Community. I can't say it that way, that word. And more interested on motion and exploration. Cause I know a lot of women, they like, well, say, well, my, you know, my babies talk earlier or whatever. And it's like, well, they're supposed to, you know what I mean? So those of you that are new moms that have little boys, they're not, girls are supposed to kind of like precede them in certain areas. So after year one though, the estrogen and testosterone drop back down until puberty from that age, little boys, little girls, very similar, very, very similar. Um, life seems very wonderful, childlike and stable because you, you have low hormones and you're kind of just like a little boy until, until puberty. When the shit gets thrown upside down, puked into a fucking tornado, you understand. Okay. I just want to know also sitting here just in like one to three words, Give me to connect with everybody listening because I'm going to read them so that the women listening that's not on the call can just feel seen and heard. And I'll, I'll share mine because I think this is very healing for all of us. <sighs> Describe how you felt when you started your period for the first time. I'll go first. I was in denial. I actually argued with my friend and said, that's your panties. That's not mine. I felt like I lost. I felt like I lost. Like, Scum of the earth, I officially have lost. And I felt so dirty and so embarrassed. My mom was going around and telling people I had started my period. People were telling me I was old enough to breed. Like it was the most humiliating thing in my fucking life. Alone and scared, frightened and embarrassed, ashamed, embarrassed. It, she was excited because you were late, confused, excited, emotional, confused, scared. Hated every second of it, confused, alone, scared. Oh, her mom shared it with her too, but her boobs were going, how fucking humiliating. I can't imagine doing that to my daughter. Like I was dying. Why am I bleeding and stinking in third grade? So one was excited. Everybody else was like nightmare, confused, embarrassed, not normal, unsure how to handle it. Becoming a woman didn't tell mom for months. Oh my God. It was your 12th birthday present. Scared, ashamed, grossed out. I was 11. Oh my God. Ugh. Isn't this so sad? Like, think about it. Think about it. So scared, 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm just reading y'all's comments. So scared. I felt very alone as well. I remember going through puberty and like, just think you felt so alone. You felt weird, so alone and ashamed to share anything. So here's what happens in puberty. Those of you that have daughters and those of you that just we're about to understand ourselves, because now that you see where we were, guess what? She's still in there. She's the reason I took out my fucking organs, dude. She's the reason why I'm about to get into the relationship shit that we went through. She's the re- like, watch this. So the estrogen and progesterone kick off, right? They kick off this surge in hormones. I took all these notes um, Saturday night. It was just like, it was so interesting. This surge of hormones makes for massive changes, obviously, stimulates the hippocampus, okay, involved in memory and learning. It also stimulates the amygdala. This relates to emotions and feeling like this is why a lot of women, I ask them, is your libido low? Yes. Is it your situation that's got it low? Like if you went to Mexico for two days with them and it was just you two, would you want to fuck? They're like, yeah. So a lot of times it's the amygdala in women that the feeling center and the emotions, like thinking about everything and the stress is really what causes libido sometimes to be off. But anyway, so the amygdala is stimulated during this time. The two hormones, okay, estrogen and progesterone in constant ebb and flow will make you feel fucking crazy. It's going to make you extra sensitive to the moods, emotions, and rejections around those around you. So everything's going to feel like times 10 or 20. Okay. So estrogen is the feel good hormone. It makes you feel social, confident, even in, in like challenges, stressors or whatever. Estrogen is actually the thing, not too high. Cause I don't want y'all to go out there and like think estrogen is the bomb, but in the right amount. Okay. It can make you just feel like you can take on the challenge, right? Makes you feel talkative and crave deep connection. So hello, you know, 13 year old slumber parties. This is why. And it's highly recommended. And I just had to throw in here, little Casey rant. I said, so don't be that mother who punishes your daughter by taking away her social time or her phone or anything like that until your fucking ass can go without talking to your mom, sister, eating fucking sweets, following a plan perfectly for a fucking month, sleeping perfectly, going on a solo trip to heal your shit and not feel bad about it. So until you can do all that, don't take away social shit from your daughter because she needs it right now more than anything. Her texting and all that shit you don't understand, she needs it more than anything because you never got it because people thought you were something else. We, she needs communication. She needs to be with her friends. She needs social. She needs it. So pretty much, yeah, I said, if you knew and understood the why of how things work, you would know by via what we teach in Hot Moms. So back to the hormones. So when progesterone is surging in the second half of the month, okay, the same stress and challenges that you had in the beginning of the month, you were like, yay, I can do this, girlfriend, woo. The same stress, the same shit. It is now overwhelmed. I feel irritable. I want to fuck shit up. Oh my God. Because there's been a drop in estrogen and a surge in progesterone. Nothing feels the same. Everything that you were dealing with now feels like fucking times 20. Bullshit. You want to kill everything. Fuck it. Okay. While at the same time, the prefrontal cortex is not even fucking formed yet. Okay. You know what the prefrontal cortex does? It's the thing that tells you, hey, this could be a bad thing. You probably shouldn't do that. It's not even fucking formed yet. So the thing that would cause you to like pump the brakes on some bad decision, it's like not, doesn't even fucking exist. So you pair all that with an A score, an A score of like above four, which if it's above four, your chances of, I wrote it here, your chances of depression. Uh, well, let me just get to it. Okay. 
ACE score is tallied up by different types of abuse. And a lot of women, this is why you have to just, I had to take away trauma because a lot of women say, I don't have that. They're just, they're in denial because they're in protective mode. They had to shut it down and shut it off. Different types of abuse, neglect. And if you've experienced four out of 10, okay, it can delay puberty. So if you're delaying puberty and you're, you're, the part of your brain's not even developing to tell you like what you should do and you've gone through trauma, it's like you are, it is a shit show. It's one, it's a thousand wonders. A lot of us are here and not fucking dead on drugs or in the fucking gutter. Seriously. So physical, um, emotion, okay. Emotional is where I said 80% of the women that I work with are in denial and or clueless that they are victims of such yet. They struggle with weight issues, health issues, vices. They can't finish shit. They're all or nothing. They have autoimmune diseases and are sedentary. Okay. That means you have fucking, there is emotional abuse mixed with some hormonal shit, period. Physical abuse, obvi. Sexual abuse, obviously. But sexual abuse is not like getting fucked, getting touched. It's also if your mom or dad like said things that violated you or embarrassed you or something, that's sexual fucking abuse. Yes. My mom used to be like, let me see your boobs. Oh yeah, I like that or say some nasty shit about like looking at my panties after I went on a date and saying shit about it. Like you haven't, yeah, I think, yeah, she's sick. Emotional neglect. Once again, 80% of women suffer emotional neglect. Okay. And they're all in denial and they struggle with the same shit. And I'm like, wow, here we go. So the chances, if you have an ACE score of four and up, your chances of depression, anxiety go up, COPD. uh, I mean, all this shit. Now, weight issues, you name it. This is how you tell if you may be, uh, I hate to say victim of this, but if anybody in your family had depression, anxiety, was a victim of domestic violence, incarcerated, got divorced, or lost a parent, sibling, or yeah, lost a parent or sibling, or had a mental illness or struggle with weight or an addiction. If any of your parents or caregivers went through those things, you have more than likely emotional neglect. Now, I'm no fucking um, professional psychologist because I know this will offend a lot of women, but it'll also free a lot of fucking women because now you realize like you're not fucked up. You just may have... It's what you didn't get realizing it's not what happened to you. It's what didn't happen to you. You, you, do you feel me? So this has to do with hormones because if you grew up with any of this, your puberty could have been delayed. Mine was 13 years old. Okay. So I just want you to understand what, what all is going on. So if the child is in a pressure cooker at home, let's say their mom's like, you sh- you're going to get good grades. What are you doing? What are you doing? Running it to that tight fucking ship and expecting their parents to be perfect. Like I talked to an inner circle girl today. Her dad was a cop and she goes, I felt like I had to like be perfect. And I was terrified to do anything. And my friends would make fun of me because I was the oldest 18 year old out there because my dad told me that we make him like, we have to make him look good pretty much. Okay. That's narcissistic as fuck. I don't give a shit if you are the president of the United States. So if the kid grows up like that, pair that with what's actually going on in her little body, like no wonder no wonder she acts out, wants to numb out, eat her feelings, fucking runs away, you know, oh my God. So when progesterone hits, it triggers cortisol, which is a stress hormone, okay? Her body responds to stress and her mood hits the tank. It feels like a constant fucking roller coaster. Now, during the same time, this is interesting. Oxytocin, the love hormone that makes intimacy and contact feel good, and dopamine, which is the pleasure center, which high estrogen levels stimulate this, okay? Remember, all this shit storm of progesterone and estrogen is just going like this constantly. Now you throw in a little, sprinkle in a little oxytocin and dopamine, she gets even more pleasure from talking 
and listening. This is why it's really important that she has this thing. But when she melts down, when her friend doesn't call her back or when she finds out what Kara or Brittany did at school with the locker and can you believe she did that? It's because she's going through withdrawals and confusion. All the drama gets attention. Do you understand what I'm saying? So this is when she forms like tight knit little communities and clicks. So she feels safer as she moves through the world. So during the same time, this crazy shit's going on. She's got these things like reward centers and dopamine, right? So feeling and talking and da, da, da. So when something happens and it's like somebody lies or cheats or steals or whatever, or doesn't call her back because she was getting that there's withdrawals. It's not that her overreaction, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is actually a withdrawal. It's an addiction, not being met. We're going to get into like narcissistic, even relationships. But this is where at this time, if I had a teen daughter, this would be a great time to teach her about metaphysical science. Like, hey, thoughts are things and teaching her like how to think and how to control her emotions and thoughts, right? Because you can't get away from this shit. You can try to do like I did, but you're going to you're gonna have to sit with it eventually. Um, but you know, where she knows if she's hanging around girls at gossip, she needs to run away. She needs to, you got to help her understand her emotions, but you can't do that if you don't understand yours. This is why everything we have in Hot Moms helps you to increase your emotional intelligence. So that you can actually get in control of it. Yeah. So during this time also, sleep is disturbed. The hormone, all right, creates night owls. And she's tired as fuck during school. I mean, that's why she lives on coffee and she's up late at night. You pair those with ever-changing bodies nearly overnight. I mean, do you understand? Like, it's insane to think about everything we were going through and everything your daughters are going through, right? Okay, are y'all following me? Let me see what you're saying. She said thumbs up. I love it. I didn't tell my mom either. I stole her pads and tampons. Oh my God. Is that why they labeled me PMDD? I feel like this. Absolutely. I had PM, um, bad PMDD. Horrible. I had every female shit you could imagine. That's why I wanted it gone. I never knew how to deal with it. I never knew how to deal with it. What if taking away the phone and iPad is the only form of punishment that works? Um, we'll get into that. We'll get into that in a second. Let me, let me finish this and I think we'll be good. Okay. Now you pair that. This gets super interesting. Pair all that with the sexual maturity. All right. Cause you know, puberty is like, you know, leading up to it and then boom, time to have sex. Like you're actually starting to like get the urge. Okay. Mm. So the romantic, sexual, sensual, create, creative, the goddess, the creator brain, because it is your power, honey, your sexuality, you coming into womanhood that we're going to get into in this course. Oh my God. It is your power. Everybody wants to know, like, what are you doing, Casey? I want to know it. Dude, it is tapping into fucking divine feminine. Holy shit. And it gets you out of burnout. It gets you out of burnout. And I heard this question. It said, uh, this question was like, what if before like talking to our friends and developing those bonds was actually setting us up for bonding with a partner? Could be. I don't know. Okay. So here we go. At this time, think of Taylor Swift. Like if you want to relive all this shit, just go listen to Taylor Swift. At this time, the male brain, this is that question. Y'all know I asked that question the other day about who here wanted to marry their first love. And I said, be honest. And almost every woman said yes. And me too. Well, my first love, it, I was just like, yeah, I mean, we would talk about it. Like it was just a thing that every, most women, girls, the first person they get with, even if they're a lesbian, maybe I need to ask a lesbian, but if, you know, heterosexual want to, they think about forever. It's just how we do it. But guess what the male brain does at this stage? His amygdala is dialed up as well. The center for emotions. Okay. So he's going to get more aggressive. 
more competitive and more reactive. This is where if you've ever raised a teenage boy, they get they turn into assholes, but it's not assholes. They're just, just like the girl. You could say she's turned into a raging cunt. No, she's not. It's just her hormones. You've got to heal your shit so you can give her space and teach her what's going on so she's not taken over by these motherfuckers and makes bad decisions, okay? So the communication centers have far fewer neurons at this stage in the female brain. Okay, which is fine because we want our men, we, if you're, you know, in the heterosexual world, you want them to be this way because it actually could protect us. It's actually a part of like this natural ecosystem. So, and it's energies. You don't have to be born with a dick or be born with a pussy. It's like all energies. And we'll get into that in the, in the course is you take like that out of it. It's an energy. Okay. It's an energy. So the bad news though is the ladies who like long for love and everything. And we're so sensitive and like craving this connection and like, um, okay. He doesn't get these. Uh -uh. It actually gets suppressed. So women, girls go up, boys go down. So this is where the drama and the, oh yeah. Okay. Why aren't you calling me back? Why aren't you in love with me? Oh my God. You know, it's horrible. And this is why I created relationship by design. Now, Harsh truth, if I may, this is why most couples that I see are still running around living in a high school relationship, okay? It's formed by a young girl and guy that's confused, hurt, and scared. Everything that y'all listed, everything that we felt like as a teen that's running the show, trying to be an adult. This is why they're like, yeah, I got three kids, one's 42, <laughs> and all this resentment is because we're running around still acting like little kids. Hormones are running the fucking show. He's this little insecure, aggressive fuck. And she's this overly emotional, like addicted to drama. I'm serious. Taking the emotion out, you know, it's fucking true. And that's why we've had a relationship by design. We teach you how to step into that womanhood so he can step into his man, malehood, manhood, whatever. And even if you're lesbian or gay, you can take that course and still benefit from it. So a rise in androgen, which both sexes have cause acne, rebellion, and sparks lust. So during this time, androgen spike, both sexes have them. This is where you're going to get acne, rebellion. Man, I loved every bit of it. I hated the acne, but I love rebellion and I loved lust. <laughs> Are y'all enjoying this? Seriously, is it blowing your mind? Because I geek out on science. I just want to know. Yes, no, maybe. Fuck me running, looking in the chat. I see a thumbs up. Good. Yes, Carrie. Okay, Carrie likes it, Jessica. Absolutely. Ashley, she heard to everyone. I love it. I love it. This is so intriguing. Right, Sadia? Right, right, right. Okay, good. I'm glad you're digging it. It explains so much. Dylan, yes. Okay, <clears throat> we will keep going. So this is, I'm gonna get a little biblical here. So, you know, it says, thou shall not lust in Timothy, like put to death sexual immortality and purity. Stone them. Whew. See, the dog doesn't even like it. Now, before you stone me, Judeo Christians, before you stone me and put me out there to hang for nothing, the, I just want you to understand something. The Bible teaches us what I have understood it to be ultimately in most of the parts, and they teach that women are unclean on their periods. So the Bible almost teaches us to deny our human bodies. I get it. It's a spiritual book. But no wonder there's a constant battle going between good and evil. Should I do this? It's a bad girl. You shouldn't wear that. Because you were. You were taught that being human was fucking evil. Okay, if God made us in his image, then why give us hormones that make us fucking lust? He sent his son because we're going to be fucked up anyway. So why do we feel all these things? So there's a middle ground, okay? 
there's a middle ground because we've got to stop taking a spiritual book and and leaving it at spiritual because we're human. There's got to be this medium. Okay. Allow me to be the fucking medium for you between spiritual and physical. Okay. You got to understand the human to work with it. So there has to be a middle ground. All right. So you got to integrate with a human. You understand? But I thought that was interesting. And we're going to get into that when we get into the women's right, like the women's passage, we're going to really get into that feminine power that like that mysterious shit that, um, it's going to be fun. I'm really excited. We got to get this out of the way first. Okay. So androgen spark lust and guess what sparks, guess what uh, lust sparks in young girls competition. This is so funny to me. Competition girl, estrogen will fuel sexual competition. I didn't know this. I had no idea. This, this, I had no idea. And I'm going to give the references where I got this from, but estrogen fuels sexual competition and the close relationship with progesterone mixed with oxytocin and dopamine can give girls a chase, like chasing gets them fucking high. So this is why you can see a lot of like women who are drama and like into their boyfriends and they're always single. They're addicted to that shit. Okay. Cause you know what? I'm I'm jumping ahead. I don't want to jump ahead. But stealing boyfriends and like wanting to look sexy. So, you know, her boyfriend looks at you and like, don't lie. Y'all know y'all kind of like secretly download that kind of, you know, like I hope he looking at me and shoot. Like, you know what I mean? Competition. You want to make other boys do this way? Yes. It's because of all of this estrogen and oxytocin dopamine. It just leaves you chasing that fucking high. Hot pants. I was called hot pants. I wasn't called hot pants, but like. My dad talked about girls like that. Like, yeah, she's a little hot pants or whatever. And it's like, this is just hormones. It's fucking awesome. Now, because if ultimately, if we didn't have this, there would be no fucking people. We have to have this. It's natural. It's beautiful. It's fuck yeah. So, and I had to process a lot of guilt and shame from my first love in high school. This is just going on Casey's little meditation story right here. So I actually was in a journey the other day and I, th- I thought I was over him. I mean, I had processed a lot in my sacral chakra around the first love. Cause you know, you think about all this shit anyway, but, and I shared this with y'all in the Spotify, it's called, um, soul retrieval <clears throat> and it's a 12 minute meditation. Anyway, at the gate, she claims at this gate that I'm doing the journey on this other guy that I fucked was standing there and he had a cherry. And I was like, he didn't take, he didn't like pop my cherry. He didn't, you know, what's this about? And it fucking hit me, man. So it hit me so hard. I was so thankful. Um, it was like I was in a plant medicine journey or something, but I was like, hold on. Nobody can deflower us. Like, you know how they word that to a woman? Like he took your virginity. He deflowered you. Like who the fuck? Like really? Who the fuck makes this shit up? Have y'all ever just stopped to wonder who says this shit is so degrading to the feminine essence of sexuality? And who we are as a very powerful being. Everything has gone against us to fucking put us down since day one. Have you ever thought about that though? And then I was like, you know, nobody can take anything from you without your consent. I loved the guy that I first had sex with. I consider it, I mean, taking his, taking my, take it, whatever, bitch, I wanted to. I loved it. I, I loved it. And I was like, okay, so what's going on here? Dude, I've never processed the heartbreak of like growing apart your first little love. Cause think about it. That's why I asked y'all, asked y'all that in the free group at the core of women and our hormones. Now that you see, like we crave this shit and we're actually addicted to just oh, all the feels when that's taken or when it ends because you change and you go to college and he changes and you change. Cause mine was older. 
it's like the worst shit ever. And I was taught, you know, I was that masculine fucking, you know, I don't feel shit. I'm a badass bitch. Um, didn't feel safe to share this with anyone. Like, what are you going to say? Like, I, I just wasn't the type of girl that was going to cry about it. I'd be damned if a, a boy lets me see him cry or a girlfriend sees me cry over a guy. Like, it, oh, hell no. Hell, matter of fact, I used to get friends. I used to try to get girls to to get my boyfriend to cheat so uh, I could break up with him and I could be angry instead of, what do you call it? Sad. I'm not lying. Like truth is coming out tonight. Okay. So I had to go through all this shit. So anyway, went through that. Don't know if that made any like things go off for y'all, but I had to forgive myself for being heartbroken for the first time ever. Like teardrops on my guitar, Taylor Swift, because when we grew apart, like I, I never realized that I had, I didn't grieve that. I didn't get to feel that. Right. So what I do, acted like it didn't bother me. Wasn't going to expose myself. I just started numbing out. This is when I really started partying and boozing and fucking got into drama and fucking like all, and my, my shit was that my family was going down. Like this is when I just really got so low where right before I got on Lexapro to go suicidal. I, I'm not shooting you the whole time. And all it was, was like being a teenager, going through the emotions, not having any fucking body to talk to. Isn't it crazy? So did a lot of hurtful things to myself just those teenage years, man. It's just crazy. You know, we all know what, what it feels like. And then we did that 17 year old um, soul retrieval. I mean, that was even like, whoa, that 17 year old soul retrieval was huge. So anyway, all of that drama, unfortunately stays in your body until you go through a program like hot moms, where we show you how to release people, places, things, situation from your tissues and your brain cells, all this stays in your body. I mean, look, I've been doing this work forever. And here I am. I could judge myself and say, you've processed this before. Why are you doing it again? Actually, no, I haven't processed this exact one thing. You know, I mean, who here has processed the growing apart, the breaking up or whatever of your first love ever? Carrie said, same girl. She said, yeah, that really fucked me up. Same when my first love sent me down the drug path and depression. So Melissa, though, did you even notice that it came from that? Did you know that I got a shadow on me? Did you know that's where it came from? Or did you just think like, that's just what happened. Are you putting two and two together is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, you See, I didn't know that. I had no idea. I had no idea. That's what was going on. Right. I mean, like who would have thought, and we can't judge ourselves, but if you look at it, that version of ourself is still running the show in some area of our life that's still looking for grief to come out things that are, you know, it's just crazy. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you. So all of that stage in your body, not to mention being a teen with a mom who had you as a teen with a mother who couldn't even deal with her own shit. Mine at the time was, you know, numbing her shit out with alcohol. She was miserable. Like I think at that time she was on fucking pills. Like, I mean, you know, fuck dude. So anyway, so we go through all these chemical changes because our genetic makeup can uh, leave us with having withdrawals. Okay. And when a romance ends, it's withdrawals, not to mention the emotions that can't be released because we don't feel safe. So it's like a double fucking whammy. So I said, look, it looks like looking back that we did it. We made it out and we're pretty good. Like, holy shit. The future is ours. I mean, look, look at, look at what we went through, right? So I said, no more acting like this little wounded girl from our past. When our bodies experience loss from a breakup or a stress, you experience withdrawal. So to see it as a withdrawal versus sadness or anything, if you just see it, take the emotion out. You just see it as, hey, this hormone 
And this hormone is why you feel this way. You're just having withdrawals. It's just like a fucking alcoholic or a heroin addict or whatever. Isn't it cool though, to just take the emotion out and see it as a chemical. Like that makes me feel really good. Like, oh yeah, you just take the emotion out. But the thing is, is we made it make a story and we have these stories and that's what needs the work to get out. So anyway, it, it has this wanting to go for dopamine rewards. And this is where um, sugar comes into play. So the highs and lows of dating and sexual exploration that are actually driven by the hormones, do you know they're as powerful as cocaine? Okay. Whew. And I said, this is why after I broke up with him, that next boyfriend I got with, I shit you not, I was eating a Hershey bar a day. This is where my sweet tooth turned the fuck on. <clears throat> so going back, um, yeah. Deep down suffering, this is why you crave sweets. Anybody that craves sweets, yeah, it could be candida, but it's also the sweetness of life. You're, you're trying to, there's an addiction there, right? So anyway, so now you get into dating and we, we're almost done. I promise we're going to go dating, the science behind falling into love and we go quickly and then we're at fucking menopause and we're done. It's way quicker. We're through the worst now. So dating, dating is very short. Okay, we're in the street is when you can, when you see a female brain during a conversation with a potential lover, so like dating, right? Going on a date. Oh my God. And then I, I got flashbacks of like, all oh, this is so much fun. In fact, the infatuation stage. Oh my God. So it resembles like a firework show, like a tree lighting up. If you looked at the brain activity, it just lights up everywhere. It's pretty incredible. So every time we're in the dating game, we get hits, hits of powerful dopamine. Every time a text comes through, powerful. Every time the text comes through, right? So it's no wonder people have such a hard time breaking up, okay? Or getting married because, dude, it's like a fucking heroin addict trying to stop heroin. It's hard. And the science behind falling in love, February. So a hug, I thought this was cool. 20-second hug. And I think we've shared some of this in Mastermind about the stress cycle, ending the stress cycle. But a 20-second hug, doesn't even matter if it's with a toxic person, a 20 second hug. Why would you want to hug a person that's toxic for 20 seconds? But whatever. It gives you an oxytocin dump. And me, Skip and I even, we tested it out. We, we timed it. And then we, how did we feel? And we could feel it. I could feel a shift in my body after 20 seconds. I swear to God, I'm not lying. So looking into each other's eyes, holding hands, kisses, like Twitter pated, I call it, um, does the same type of oxytocin dump. And wouldn't you know that the level of that feeling depends on where you're at in your cycle. So this is where <laughs> shame who used to be in relationships or even now when you're married. And sometimes you're like, I should just get a divorce. I just want a divorce. I fucking hate him. I fucking hate him. Why are you sneezing that way? So when I would, I remember having boyfriends, even skip. And I was like, we should just split. We should just split. Like you feel like you've just had enough. It's totally hormones. It's totally hormones most of the time, unless you're like, you know, it just gets bad. But now you see why it's so bad. It's like a fucked up teen version with all your parent shit too is running the show. So there's not a relationship grass green on the other side that's ever going to work. Unless you heal that shit, it's not going to work out. So anyway, oxytocin triggers the trust circuits in the brain. So anybody here that struggled with narcissistic breaking up, like I had this one lady, she's had to go to serious therapy. She was so addicted to the guy. He was so fucking bad cheating on her and to her face, playing games with her like a little puppet. And she just was right there. Of course, her self-esteem was low, right? But she was addicted to him. She was addicted to him. And I've been there. I know what it's like. Um, it's, it hurts so good, right? So the oxytocin triggers trust circuits in the brain. 
And they even said that people like investors will pay more, pay more, invest more, the ones that were given oxytocin. And I thought that was a really cool stat. And I said, we actually saw an increase in sales. Those of you that have a business um, after I started doing this and I didn't know about this. I swear to God, I did not know about this. I just did it because I was tired of doing one call and dealing with the fucking flaky ass women couldn't make a decision. Didn't know what the fuck they wanted. Honestly, that's why I did it. I was like, we're going to vet these women a little bit harder to see if they deserve a spot. You know what I'm saying? So we saw an increase in sales when we started having more conversations with women. We started making them jump through massive fucking hoops, getting to know them before the call, like dating instead of, to me, um, jumping in on one call was like meeting somebody at a bar and like, Hey, you want to fuck? I don't know. I mean, sure. You're going to take her home, but I kind of wanted, I wanted like more substance. So anyway, we saw 70% increase in sales in 45 days from doing like multiple conversations, getting to know the women and connecting with them. So women crave and need community. That's just it. And we went over this in mastermind because back in the day, it was, it was our survival. We had to have each other. Our survival rate went up. If we have community communion, men aren't the same way. They're more like solitude. So anyway, the bad part about oxytocin is if you have low self-esteem or the guy has excellent cock game and showers you with all these love bombs and attention because he's putting you in high oxytocin, this is why you may trust him when you shouldn't. It's you are chemically addicted. You understand? This is also where the term pillow talk came from. So it's really hard, you know, for your friend to see the truth because she's fucking talking to him at night on the pillow. Look into his eyes. They're just talking, sharing deep, intimate conversations. Bonnie and Clyde shit. You know, she's she's snowed, baby. She snowed. Um, and this was cool. So the interesting thing was when a woman found a mate, okay, the highs and lows end. After two years, the infatuation goes down. I forget where I found that, but it's scientifically proven. I, some book, man, I forget which one it is. But after two years, this all ends. Okay. And I said, maybe at our core, if allowed, would maybe say we dreamt about um, the fairy tale wedding, the high school, the high school kind of sweetheart kind of love. Yeah, we already went over that. So this ends. And the bad news is for those that are addicted to unsafe situations and hurt, will chase that high. They'll chase that high and low versus the calm, stable. They see the calm, stable as a bad thing. That's just like anybody here. Like when we hit these new goals and it's like, now what? We haven't been chasing and fucking going. We got to go fuck shit up. Or we're like, we don't know how to really be here in this new place because we've been grinding so hard. We've been, we've been chasing. It's like when you check, when you catch your tail, same thing happens here. So if you've struggled to stay in relationships for a long time, yeah, you got to look into why your heart shut down and why you don't trust, clear that up and then understand like what it means, all these feelings and all that shit. But anyway, um, this is why people cheat also. Okay. Because they get fucking bored. They need to fuck shit up. They, they're chasing their dick. They're addicts, addicts. I mean, I'm an, I have had to clear so much addiction energy. <laughs> you have no idea. Okay. So the romance isn't over, just the rush. That's it. That's all that's over. So, and I said, cue that cute little Elmo video that's like, talks about what we're talking about right now. So anyway, motherhood and the menopause. We got this, y'all. We're almost done. Motherhood's two sentences. It literally is immediately, right when you get pregnant, progesterone rises, spikes. This is why you get really tired. And this is why women have miscarriages too sometimes because they need progesterone. They don't have enough. Makes you tired as fuck, possibly swollen. Your tits get really sore and you get hungry. Did I mention? 
foggy and like mom brain and distracted. This is literally motherhood. And then menopause comes in. We're done. So menopause. Now the brain's like, I got this shit. All right. Critical thinking centers have fully, they're fully efficient and secure. The female brain is now wiser and more integrated. The estrogen and oxytocin are now dropping off. And this lowers her. This is so cool. This lowers her tending to a nurturing brain. So this is why a lot of menopausal women, and I think a lot of reason of why I kind of did what I did. I mean, I totally like changed who I was in a good way. I, I, this is when I started doing Casey Kimmel, like my sexy goddess fucking shit and just not giving a fuck and like saying what I want to say. She may start expressing herself strongly and demand she have her own needs met, but really it's not, it's, you don't have to go get a hysterectomy. What I'm going to teach you in activating your womb energy coming up, not today, but later, we're going to, you're going to be able to step into that, but her filters come off after about a year, things will be at the low levels of girlhood. So early on girlhood, right before puberty, that's where menopause women end up. So after the years of up and down, her calm brain can finally focus. The shitty part is that testosterone drops off, as you saw in the 67-year-old woman uh, labs, okay, which can lower her libido and sex drive. Now, those of you that are down, dude, go get some testosterone and start fucking, okay? Life is not over unless you just don't want to fuck and you just, I totally get it. A lot of spiritual people, they don't, they don't do sex and they just connect in, they go spirit, whatever. But you could always do um, <clears throat> testosterone therapy. Okay, this doesn't mean there's an issue with her partner, it just means she needs hormones. So what if, to end here, what if the self-sabotage, the shitty relationships, the drama, the poor decisions, the diet fails, the friends who backstabbed us was really just a powerful dance between hormones and brain development, fueling nature and survival. Arriving at menopause can release drama and gives you a new perspective and wisdom that benefits you and your community. But what if, and this is why I have my little 17 minute video about hormones, like when you're fat, no matter what it's you, you have to understand your hormones. And we teach that in hot moms of how to manipulate your hormones, right. And how to understand the emotional, emotional intelligence. Once you understand the emotions, you can take better, you can take action in the right direction. It's like, like a lot of women. Oh, let me pray about it. I said, isn't that the same God you've been praying to that got your ass in the situation to get on the phone with us. And you're thinking about praying to the same God. Like not even logical. Women aren't even logical because they're highly fucking emotional. This is why people make fun of us. They do. They make fun of us because we're highly emotional. And even Warren Buffett says, if you can't manage your emotions, you can't manage your money. I say, if you can't manage your emotions, you can't manage your weight. You can't manage anything. So we teach you how to understand your emotions and what to do with them. That's a huge thing. So that's my little ditty on hormones. So when you understand that all this, all this shit that's going on is hormones and old programming about the stories we developed about when we were going through all this shit, right? It just makes you just think, I don't know, thoughts, thoughts, open thoughts and questions. Put a one in the chat. If you've got a question, I'm going to get to it and thoughts, just thoughts about everything. Drop it in. And um, that concludes this. This will be in Reset and Restore for those that want it. Um, you'll have to go to caseyship.com forward slash apply if you want to do a call. But I really want to know what this brought up for you nuggets things that made sense for you did any i just want to know i just want to know let's talk and connect and spike our estrogen our oxytocin she goes my first love died i know i'm holding on to some real shit oh my god yeah carrie because it'd be like now if your spouse got sick i imagine that would trigger the fuck out of you 
And I can't imagine like what that did to your heart. Oh my God. She, Ashley said, what? This is huge. I close. Hold on. I chose my ex-husband over my first love, who was my best friend after an entire childhood of loving uh, was right there within my reach. I think about that to this fucking day because my ex ended up being so toxic and it was pretty much destroyed me. If I had to grieve that feeling of fucking up and the whole what if, yeah. Isn't it crazy too that all it was doing that was your hormones and your early programming? Because I think, Sadie, you said your dad or somebody was toxic. So of course you that was what you were used to at home. So naturally you're going to go after that because something that's not that's weird. Oh my God, you know. Um, ooh, that was me and the ex-husband narcissist, addicted to the narcissist. Yeah, it's fucking A, it's addiction. And just like right now, we all get addicted to shame and guilt. Today I had to process something and I was like, what in the fuck is it? It wasn't that I was scared of the thing. I was scared of the shame and guilt that came with the thing. It was addiction. Um, what type of hormone test do I ask for, ask my doctor for? Um, Dylan, it's it's actually a lot of orders. It's a big order. Um, if you go into the free group, in the hot mom's free group, it's pinned at the top, but most doctors won't order it. So we just recommend getting with our doctors. We actually have lifestyle. Now you can get in it like really inexpensive per month, um, payments. So that's cool. Not the mastermind, but lifestyle. Okay. Fucking awesome. Excited to learn more. Oh, I've got some good ones more about working on my womb issues. Oh my God. It's going to be so good. It's mind blowing. It's sacred lineage stuff. Kelsey said, this really made me tap into all my Catholic guilt that I need to work through around sex intimacy. Right, Kelsey? Girls. I mean, I come from Southern Baptist, you know? My dad looked at me and said that pretty much you're worth more as a virgin. Like, men don't want that. Meanwhile, he's like fucking and banging everything. I'm like, what the fuck? It's shit. So much clarity. Thank you. You're welcome. Hormones. Oh, in the reference, this, a lot of this came from the female brain. I recommend this book. I've been recommending it for since I've read it. And um, I felt like this would be a very good, prerequisite before we get into the womb healing hormones and early brain development crazy thanks for sharing the science you're welcome thank you made me realize i'm not crazy right right love that and why you're so overwhelmed chronic fatigue how do you get rid of reactive ebv so we do that in in lifestyle we show you how to lower viral load it's a mixture of healing your adrenals with the nervous system regulation work that we do that's that's it I absolutely love learning this stuff. Thank you for sharing your knowledge. You're so welcome. The idea that my that my teenage self or preteen has been the one in control of my body helps me identify what needs to be healed for me to let go of extra weight and finally step and uh, stop resisting. Oh my God. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, I think for me, it helps me understand my pivotal point when I started my period. Parents got divorced. Oh my God. And just felt unable to speak my mind until I found drugs. Girl, me too. Seemed to help my blocks until it was my block. Yep. Never understood this part of my decision-making and um, made me wonder what was wrong with me. Amen. Like we are so similar. I mean, because we're women, I'm going to write a letter to my teenage self. Oh, she needs to, she just needs someone um, to teach her emotional intelligence instead of sending me to a psychologist and putting me on medication at 14. Oh, they did the best they could, but damn, right? Right? Oh my God. What's the difference between mastermind and lifestyle? So uh, Mastermind has over 25 live calls on Zoom. We have business intuitives. We have our physicians. They come on and do calls with you. I come on and do calls with you. Um, we've got alignment coaches, fitness and nutrition coach. You get so many 
so much attention, so much attention. And to me, what I've seen is the women that come in and go to the mastermind and take advantage of all this support, they get amazing results. I mean, it's, it's, it's a game changer, you know, being around other healed women, non-judgmental space is a game changer. So it's just more support. Lifestyle gives you access to all of mostly all of the same courses, the custom workouts and everything. It just doesn't come with as much contact, you know, um, it comes with, they do one, what is it? One or two calls for the fitness nutrition, one call for the alignment monthly. It's just less support is all. Mastermind's where it's at. It's awesome. Mastermind's life-changing. It is, you know, it is. And we created a lifestyle because we understand not everybody can swing that financially. And a lot of women are scared. A lot of women, you got to realize the addiction we're talking about, their spirit knows what's about to happen. And Mastermind, it's like sitting with plant medicine. You will become, it's like a soul washing. It's a spirit washing. It is the thing that's, your life will never be the same. It it opens your eyes to the shit, right? And a lot of women, when they first like get approached with that, plus like what it, the investment is, that it's just too much. And so we created lifestyle because we just want to help. It's at this point, it's about, yes, we need to like be, it needs to be lucrative because we have things we want to do to help more people. But how can we help more people? How can we help more people? Lifestyle, um, pre-launch and offering support because you need support. You need support. You need support. Just like our 13-year-old self. Our 13-year-old self needed a lot of support. She didn't have it. That's kind of the same right now. So you're coming in with all this unhealed shit and you think you're just going to be able to buy a cheap course and like go by yourself? No. Some women, if you watch Gabby's interview, she said that she loved being by herself. She said, I personally like doing it by myself, but she liked having the, the backing of the mastermind. She said, plant medicine plus mastermind blew my life up in a great way. I love that. I love that. Any other questions? Uh, put it in one of the chat. If not, if you don't have any questions, y'all feel free to, to jet. I know it's late, but I'm here. If you've got any questions till 830, uh, 10 minutes for those that have any questions, let me know. Let me know. Y'all have been so much fun. I just love this community. Seriously. I think about y'all. You're so welcome, Melissa. Thank you. I feel like we're all of our 13 year old little selves. I know it. I love it. I love it. And that pink looks so good on you, Melissa. You're welcome. That's your amazing Casey. Um, about to change my life. Yes. Yes. You're going to change your life, sister. Everybody on here. I want you to know, and this was, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. You change your own life. Okay. You girls are the magic. I'm going to cry. You girls are it. I just guide you. I just show you it. I show you, you, it is not me. Okay. Do you understand? It is y'all. You change your life. You say yes. Somebody said the other day, Casey, you changed my life in 15 minutes or whatever. And I said, honey, you showed up ready. You showed up and said, yes. You know how many women turn their backs on us? They say they're ready. And then they're like, can I have a refund? Can I have a refund for my $300 pre-launch? Nope. Y'all didn't. You said, yes. You said, I want to heal. Do you know, we just turned away. We turn away people that are like doing really big things, but they're not ready. You girls are ready. You girls are ready. And there's nothing. It just, it's amazing. You're so welcome. Did I miss out on the discipline? I will tell you that. This, uh, that straight gave me chills. <laughs> the ma magic is real and you are the guide. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Y'all seen that movie Soul, Disney. I seriously, I'm that weird shaman lady beating the thing and y'all just like uh, like lead you back. That's it. Okay, I love you to teach us to plug into ourselves. Yeah, not into me. I had to let that go. I was too codependent. Yeah, plug into you. You are the magic. Okay, so Casey had a question. Do I take away the iPhone or iPad or whatever? So I would ask, okay, for whatever she got in trouble for, you need to ask what made her do that. That's what you need to ask. What made her do whatever it is that you wanted to get onto her for or she needed to be punished for, you know? Yeah, like, so that's what I would do. I would, I would like, what, what makes her do this? What, and not why, but what made her do the thing? And I would get into that just as like this curious observer and, and go inward on yourself and see. So do you have not studying? Okay. So then you ask, so she didn't study. Well, why wonder why she didn't study? Is it because she don't like it? I don't fucking blame her because have you done everything you're supposed to do in this program? Probably fucking not. Have you done everything that you're supposed to be doing? Probably fucking not. So what does her not studying mean to you? You know, and also um, what is, what is she studying? Does she tell you she fucking hates it? Would rather not say would rather would rather do anything else. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame her. So figure out, I mean, can she just skirt by? Can she skirt by with a D? Is a D good enough or is she failing? Oh yeah. She hates it. He obviously. Why, what's wrong with her getting a D? Like a, what's wrong with her barely getting by teacher? Say, Hey man, here's, here's how to do it. If you hate it, she has a C, B and A. That's perfect. So you say, listen, you fucking hate it. What do you want to be? What, what do you kind of want to be when you grow up? You, I mean, I don't even know, but do you have any idea? Okay. So you got to do what she loves right and we want her to know like let's use this to just do just do it to get by just can you just how can you get through it like 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 working out man you know if you hate fucking exercise well what can you do to make yourself like it just to get through it and just hang in there with her pediatric surgeon now where did this come from that's a now that's where you have to look at a pediatric surgeon as a young child and go okay where is she where did that come from you know what i'm saying where did this come from if she really wants to be a pediatric surgeon she can go to college with a c in this class if she really wants to be you have to trust okay this is where you trust hey baby be a forest gump mama hey baby listen i believe you can be anything i believe you can be anything and then figure out like if she's got a c in this and she wants to help other kids because they're dyslexic honey she doesn't have to be a pediatric surgeon to do that you know and you tell her this is your story how can you um go through this and even if you don't want to study like how can we just get by just to get through this one class because i know you fucking hate it and it's because it's like can you go hire somebody for for help can you go get somebody that helps with her feel more confident with her dyslexia because her self-esteem's in the shitter it's in the shitter so she doesn't need you to beat her up anymore she fucking feels like ass already that she's got to fucking see you know what i'm saying so taking her shit away is only gonna make it worse that's just me though. Yeah, she has no self-esteem. So taking away, I'll just be like, listen, babe. I'm sorry. I fucking have hated some shit too. And how can we do this together? Like, how what's your idea on just getting by? Like, what can positive thing can pull us for? It's like doing taxes, you know. What can make you just get it done? If that was my kid, if that were my kid, of course, you know how I feel about school anyway. That's kind of how I would do it. Just be like, damn, how can we fucking get this class over with? And just get by. I wouldn't let it mean anything about you. Tell her a C is good enough. There's plenty of very successful people that made C's. Very. Yep, yep, yep. She has tutors. Well, they ain't doing a good job. Fire them. They suck. Yeah. 
So it sounds like she needs to do things that are more fun. Like, how can they make it more fun? When is this fucking class over? I want it to be over. When is this class over? <laughs> Teachers to, you know, oh man. Yeah, and maybe put, uh, there's some really good, there's this lady I know in our group, I think that works with dyslexic kids. Yeah, fire those tutors, Jen said. No shit. Hire me, Jen said. Yeah, there really is, man. There's some really good shit on dyslexia. There was this one thing this teacher showed me that if you got a red sheet like a that you know those things you when we were in school you put on like a projector and you can see through them red yellow clear you get red if you put it over when they read it does something to dyslexia like weird shit like that like there's some fucking hack out there there's plenty of people that um just google successful people with dyslexia like just share her hey man listen there's nothing wrong with you you got this we're just we we, we just not on the right tutor there's nothing wrong there's just you know i don't know just anything you can do to make her feel like um you she's doing enough she's got a c man it could be a d it could be an f really that's freaking awesome i'm gonna get some red sheets i don't know if it's i don't know like uh i need to get with this lady i can reach out her name's misty cooksey she's a um admin she's a principal and she used to teach kids i think it was her but there's plenty of people even in this uh community i feel like we've got one in here that works with dyslexic kids because you need somebody that's spiritual, like intuitive. You need somebody that's, that's like intuitive because your child is too. My daughter did the same thing until she now has a friend she does her homework with. She's doing so much better school and social time. Perfect. It's a grid that highlights each word. Okay, Jennifer knows. She's the educator over here. Um, that's awesome, Amy. I love that. That's such a good idea. That's so cute. That's so cute. She does it with her pals. Yeah, she just, how can we make it more fun? Damn fuck how can we make it more fun i hated i hated some shit. if i hated the class i hated the class but we are backing her fully we are backing her fully we are cheering her on cheering her on i even told her to sing and she looked at me like i was crazy yeah yeah absolutely not gonna sing then she'll really be the weird kid it reminds me of that movie i just watched a movie and the parent had no idea how embarrassing they were to the kid and i can't fucking remember which one it was because we forget, man, everything, you know, to them is like, well, cool. Yeah, excited to see how that goes. But I will reach out to Misty Cooksey and see if um, she knows anybody, anybody. Misty Cooksey, Misty, Misty. All right, let's see. I'm sure the free groups that asking questions, but they should have got on. They should have got on. Oh, yeah, we got some good ones in here about addiction. Oh, my God. Yes, honey. Yes. Okay. You're welcome. Y'all are fucking awesome. 8.30, this is uh, good shit. We're just going to leave it right here in the free group. We'll let you know before we take it down. It'll be in Reset and Restore. And um, the womb training, listen, I'm giving myself to the end of March. We're supposed to be moving March 1st across country with three animals and two kids and two cars, dear Lord. So end of March, I'm giving myself, but it could happen. The other night I wrote this in like, I don't even know, an hour and a half. So it could happen before then, but I'm so fucking excited to share this womb shit the womb healing the womb activation feminine divine feminine it's talking about like if you want to get out of burnout oh my god so good reset and restore is where it's at if you want it caseyship.com forward slash apply to take you through an application make if you want to book a call i would just say to comment under this video because sometimes if you say that you don't make like over 40k it's going to send you to our seven dollar offer and you won't get to book a call um and do hot mom's lifestyle but we did send out an email for the the um the new lifestyle offer where you can get the hormones you can get all this shit so we did send it out an email so check your email and we're going to send it out on sms so if you're not on um the caseyship.com forward slash register 
go there, register, and then we'll send you the SMS um, or just fucking DM me. Our team's in there all the time. Say, listen, I filled out the damn paper and I didn't get a call. I want a call. They'll do a call. You're so welcome, Kelsey. Jessica, thank you. Thank you. Where are we moving? Laguna Beach, California. We're going to go there for 18 months. I got to finish an app. Um, my app developer is like two miles away from there. And we're just going to see how we like the West. Because y'all know we were looking at Arizona. I was just scared to be landlocked. I'm not going to lie. I was so scared to be landlocked. But we're going to see how we like the West. And if we don't like it, we'll come back to South Florida. So yeah. Laguna. Yeah. Cali. Same here, Sadia. Since I was a little girl, I thought about Cali. But I only thought about it because I was like, ooh, Rich and famous. I don't really want to be famous. Rich, I mean, I'm already rich. You know, we got some shit. I mean, I could be wealthy. It could be really, really wealthy. But I, I'm down. I'm ready to experience it. And like I said, if we don't like it, we'll just come back to South Florida. Because now that I've lived in St. Pete and then Sarasota, uh, Siesta Key, man. That beach and Sarasota, even though it's not like, you know, popping, it's got an energetic vibe. And I'm all about those ley lines. I'm all about those vortexes and shit like that. So yeah it is Saudia and jennifer <laughs> it's a canyon view ocean view it's on a canyon it's an ocean view y'all know i've been manifesting this shit y'all know on all my lives i've been like i'm pissed there's not a beach right there <laughs> so we're going out there i think you know we paid for it if we get out there hopefully it's there um either way we're going out there and when i'm there we will do i don't know if we're gonna do retreats but i'll definitely have some kind of like in-person thing Cause you know, medicine mama coming out there too, you know, Miss Dawn, she coming out there. Fuck yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it is beautiful Canyon. It's on a Canyon and, um, ocean view. And I got it. I told y'all I was getting masterminds of uh, mastermind mansion. Remember that? I said, this is a hot mom's mansion. We were looking at that mansion. It was like 25 K a month to do events in. And it just something with the property happened, fell through. And then all the fire happened. And I was like, fuck it. Now that we, now that our shit's gone, Let's go out west, man. What better time to go out there and we don't have shit to take with us? Let's go. So we're going to do that. And y'all know we homeschool. So let's go. We'll hire a tutor or a teacher out there. Had one here. So yeah, love this so much. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. So 18 months out there and then we'll see what we want to do. Yeah, but I do think I would like to buy a property in Arizona. There's something really, really special about Northern Scottsdale really really special out there i mean that land celebrated me you know what i'm saying and i celebrated it i really vibed with arizona the desert is fucking magical we're going to sedona we're going to sedona this month right for the healing retreat yeah yeah so it's all good ma'am i will talk to y'all soon i'm gonna go get in the bath and the bed i love y'all so much <gasps> do all your journaling and do all your stuff and just so, spend so much time with your yourself um it's gonna work out talk to you soon this is it. I've got a free training, caseyship.com forward slash register. Be sure to grab that and then join my free Facebook group and just reach out. Struggle is not required. So hit me up, caseyship.com forward slash register. Talk to you soon.